Silhouette Zero, Episode 4, Making Money on Monfa. Having escaped the Terminus system, Chadrafan pilot Click settles into his new role as pilot of the cargo freighter Spice Wolf. Will his hotshot attitude and crack piloting be enough to earn the crew's trust, or will he be stuck on probationary status forever? Hello and welcome to Silhouette Zero Episode 4. I am your Game Master, Chris Ng. Uh, we have our player here, Matt. Hi. And uh, this is a very special episode, because we're in the same room. This is weird. And we get to use actual dice. Yeah, so you'll be hearing that this time. Uh, so, uh, last we left our intrepid heroes, they had made a jump into hyperspace. And after the last session, we actually rolled an astrogation check. That you failed. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So originally you had intended to go on to the Hydean Way. Yep. And instead you are now going along the Carillion Trade Spine, although nobody knows that yet except for Kobe. He's not going to be telling anyone. He's embarrassed. <laughs> okay, so let's set our force and destiny pool. Uh, roll five times. Five times, okay. Okay, three light and four dark. The ship is settled into hyperspace. You and Captain Reyna are sitting in the cockpit. She lets out a sigh of relief. Well, that could have gone better, but at least we are alive. Hey, what do you mean it could have gone better? How on earth could that have gone better? Did you even see what happened? She rolls her eyes again. Just make sure everything's in order for the final drop to hyperspace. You got it, Captain. Where did you program us, by the way? Oh, um, we were going to the... <laughs> Carillion Spine. Oh, very well. And she hops out of her seat and takes off. I'll be in my office. Uh, he immediately swivels in his chair and glares at Kobe. What are you doing? Oh? I thought we were going down the Hylian Way. Oh, 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 oh. You, I, I'm lucky that I happened to actually read the things before I said anything. Otherwise, I would have been kicked out of the ship at the next dock. Oh. And you would have gone with me. Oh? Yeah, that's right. They think we're a package deal now, and I'm a, probos a probationary character. Yeah, so you better work on making sure I look good, and that shouldn't be that hard to do. He sadly turns and leans his head forward against the bulkhead. <laughs> so you're free to wander about the ship. The jump to uh, the next planet is not very long, so you have a few hours. Okay, Um. well, who do we see? Uh. So you're on position six. Right here at the bridge cockpit. Normally there are two seats behind you for gunnery and sensor stations. They are both currently empty. There's a turbo lift behind you as well as the circuit bay, which is for maintaining various components of the ship. Um, I guess I'd walk through the bay to see if there's anyone working on the ship at all. The cargo bays? Well, you said the circuit bay. Oh, the circuit bay. Okay, so you head into the back of the circuit bay. Uh, Tazi is there. Filling around with the circuitry, moving wires hither and to. Hey, Tazi, how's it going? Just trying to keep this thing running some more. Well, wait, I mean, nav computers, definitely an issue. I mean, the astromech we've got's gonna work for the time being, but eventually we are gonna need, like, a functioning, you know, nav computer. Um, but what else are you working on? She hesitates. Well, not everything is quite the way we said it was when we signed you on. Well, the way everyone said it was, was that 
the only important thing was the nav computer and that I should mind my own business. That sort of depends upon what you consider the important thing is. Well, if she could smile, she would be. I consider everything about the ship to be the important thing. It's what your captain decided was the important thing is what the important thing was. So, I mean, it's just us here. Can you give me a little something to go off of? Ooh, I think you need to roll for it. All right. It's charm. Okay. Charm against her discipline, which is two. So. Uh, a failure and three. S- no, wait. Those are disadvantages, right? Those are threats. Yeah. Threats. Sorry. Uh, okay, so a success and an advantage. Well, there's the... Okay, so most of the weapons don't work. What do you mean by most? Well, this sort of freighter usually has uh, triple light blasters in the front, which those totally work. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a mounted turret ion cannon. Uh, that's not working at all. Okay, what else? Um, and then there's a concussion missile system that we have, forward and aft, and that's not working. Also, we're out of missiles. Right. Okay, well, that's not too bad. We just have to stay out of trouble. Right. And, I mean, worst case scenario, we just take some shots and we keep on moving. Yep, that's all that you'd ever be worried Okay, there's more. Should I be sitting down for this? I feel like I should be sitting down for this. Should I get the astromech? This seems like stuff he should know, too. She waits for you to get Kobe. <laughs> Kobe rolls in. Okay, so the armor is a little bit thin. Well? Yeah, see, it's taken some hits here and there, and I've had to take armor from other parts of the ship to patch up the parts that were thin enough to be dangerous, so... Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you can't take parts of armor from one part of the ship to and it have not have it be thin i mean taking armor off kind of thins the armor well i did the best i could it's just you know one armor rating lower than it should be wait wait, wait. are you serious right now not pulling old click's leg here why would i be joking with you about this well i don't know i figure someone has to be you know picking up the slack for the jocularity with uh captain uh over there being all serious the thing about it is I know that Jinko and the captain are really, you know, not sure about you, but we haven't had a really good pilot in a long time, and I kind of want to keep you around, so I'm not interested in lying to you. Uh, about these other pilots, uh, what can you tell me about them? They were kind of mean, um, and usually not very good. Uh, we'll talk stories about that later. I mean, why do you think there's so many broken parts on the ship? Right, and no one decided that maybe a better pilot would be a priority? Our hiring standards are a little bit convoluted. Right, well, I appreciate the the honesty. Um, is there anything I can do to help? Um, you cannot yell when I also tell you that our backup hyperdrive doesn't work. Ooh, okay. Yes, I will be useful. I will not yell. I will not panic about the fact that without a backup hyperdrive, if something happened to the primary, we would be stuck we'll in space s- with sub with sub ion thrusters, which I'm guessing hopefully work. Yeah, the main engines work. The thing is that something did happen to the main hyperdrive. That's why the new one or the backup drive isn't working because I had to take parts from it. Aha. Uh-huh. So our primary hyperdrive is not very reliable right now. Is that what I'm hearing? I would not do anything 
too far off the main lanes, if that's what you're asking. Okay. This, this is good stuff to tell the pilot. This is pertinent information. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that we could be stranded in space with yeah. giant space worms coming out to eat us. Um, I don't think that's going to be a problem. It is a problem because we don't have weapons. <laughs> okay, calm, calm down. It, it'll be fine. We're, we've been doing this for a while. Wait, wait, wait. A while? I mean, I could understand if you were just needed a pilot right now to get until we could get to the next repair depot. How long have you been flying like this? Long enough. Listen, we just need to get some cash and then we'll fix everything. Okay? I was under the impression that cash was not a problem. Cash is sort of a problem. Especially when Jingo gambles it, I'm guessing. Especially when the job we were supposed to line up in Terminus doesn't fall through. Well... I was getting the feeling that it was going to fall through anyway. I don't know what the plan was, really, to be honest. I, all I know is that they were asked that crud evaporator back there was asking about if you had the stuff. She did not look like she had the stuff. I'm not even sure she knew what the stuff was. I'm not really in charge of her trading agreement. Look, all I'm saying is we should probably try to get something fixed or at least some credits in our pocket for the worst case scenario that we all have to bail this sinking ship. Believe me, we all know that. And we're all going to work real hard in the next spot. Where are we going anyway? Uh, we are going to the uh, Carillion Trades Fine. Okay. Because that was the place that I wanted to go. Isn't that right, Kobe? <laughs> you are attempting a deception. Yes. Which again is... Against um, discipline. Okay. Uh, three success and three threats. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, if you think it's the best idea. Honestly, I thought the boss was trying to avoid the Karelian trade spine, but oh well. Hey, she didn't give us any direction. She said just go. Well, I better get back to work here. Yeah. Hey, uh, again, thanks. She nods and starts sparking up her spot welder. Uh, so do we still have some time before? Yes. Okay, uh, I'm going to hop on the turbo lift and go to like the crew quarter areas. Yeah, this um, YV-99 has two primary decks. The lower deck does contain the crew quarters, so you slip onto there. Duffel bag in hand, deciding that perhaps maybe the best thing to do would be to settle in. So there are two double bunk cabins on the ship, right? beside the turbo lift one of them is locked the other one is open your highly acute chadra fan nose is picking up the pleasant smell of cinnamon spice hmm. uh roll me as a knowledge check please average so that's two green two, no, three green three green two purple and two purple okay those cancel so two success and a threat you seem to remember that toydarians have a very distinct smell i'm guessing that's the smell that i'm smelling since it's a success yeah so what do you want to do well is the smell coming from the unlocked one is that yes. what you're saying it, the door is open oh uh, i'm gonna peek my head in you see jinko sitting on his bunk reading through some books on a data pad i guess hey jinko buddy pal how's what's it going what do you want hey uh, just checking up on you seeing how things are going seeing if i could find a an empty uh empty room somewhere um saw your door was open just thought i'd take a look he peeks down at the empty bunk below him it's full of equipment various pieces of 
property that he has not found another place to store. <sighs> Fine. It happens every time. The new pilot shows up, takes away my bunk, quits, gives me my bunk back. Well, then, I mean, worst case scenario, I'm just temporarily using your bunk. He flutters down to the ground level, starts moving things off of the bunk. Don't touch any of my things. Hey, right back at you, Slick. Duffel bag, mine. He gives you an approving nod, flut- flutters back up to the top of his bunk, and is returning to setting his th- his data pad. Great. So I kick my duffel bag underneath the bed, and I dust my hands approvingly. Where are we going? Uh, Carillion Trade Spine. Funny. I didn't think the boss wanted to go there. Didn't receive any directions. Just said leave. Does she know? Uh, I think so. Hmm. He shrugs, continuing to read his data pad. Hey, anywhere's better than going back to where I came from. And what was that? Chad? What? Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to get technical about it. He says nothing. No, I was talking about Malastare. Farther away we stay away from Malastare, the happier of a Chad fan I'll be. Have some bad trouble, do you? A little bit, here and there. Don't we all? I mean, that's why we're coast around in this bucket here are you trying to get him to talk more yeah okay you need to roll a charm okay uh that is against his discipline which is three and a black because he does not like you (laughs) all right so three green three purple and a black yeah two failures net i wouldn't know he continues to stare at his data pad pushing buttons on it frantically yeah, right. Message received. These giant ears here do more than just frame my beautiful face. I'm going to uh, go check up on the captain and see how things are going. <laughs> so you arrive at the captain's quarters slash office. It is locked, but there is a signal chime. Uh, I press it. Enter. I walk in. Hey, captain. Shouldn't you be preparing for the drop out of hyperspace? It shouldn't we, be long now. Uh, we still have a little bit of time. Um... Everyone had a lot of concerns when they told them what route we were taking, and I just wanted to make sure that you were actually okay with it. You mean in regards to the Karelian Trade Spine? Yeah, everyone else seemed very surprised that we were going down this way. Um, I didn't know anything about that. It is not my preferred direction, no, but right now our situation is rather dire, Mr. Kachok. Yeah, I, uh, I, I saw, I was looking around the, uh, the bay a little bit. And Tazi has a bit more of a loose set of lips than I would care for, particularly since they are ensconced in a vocabulator. I am kind of curious how much of the Jawa ease is very literal about how much they say and how much of the uh, vocabulator is just openly saying that she would normally be a bit more vague about. It is a question beyond my expertise. Well, she won't let me look at it, so I can't help you there, Captain. The truth of the matter is, Mr. Kachok, that we need credits, and we need them quickly. We don't have the spare fuel to divert our way off of the Quillian Trade Spine, if that is in fact where we are going. So, as it happens, we are just going to have to make do with what we have for now. I take it that you uh, charted the shortest navigational spot. I'm trusting that's what the Ashmac did. Well, hey, come on. Everyone kept yelling at me for trying to do the calculations by hand. I don't oh. have a nav computer. Very well, good point. If that's the case, we'll be ending up on Manfa, which is not a particularly robust trade world, but I think we can make do. I'm sure there's always, you know, some sort of trade going on, no matter what the planet, right? Manfa does have one major trade city. It's called Shanpan. 
but the majority of the world is swampy and rather undeveloped. It means that we're going to have to find a good deal and make it soon. The next major trade point along the route is Bespin. She taps a couple of commands onto her datapad and brings up a hollow projection. The next two worlds on the route past Monfa are not to be used. One is mostly Imperial controlled and the other is rather conservative and is not going to be open to outside of trade. Which means we need to find something that we can sell to Bespin. Going straight on to Bespin without anything to sell is worth a strip. So, um, we're dodging Imperials, is that what I'm hearing? I prefer to avoid them. Hey, um, got it. Loud and clear. Just need to know, you know, if I'm plotting courses and such... If I need to be avoiding the, uh, you know, old Star Destroyers. Mr. Kachok, I did not get very much time to feel you out, as it were, before you became a part of my crew and under my employ, so let me make sure something is very, very clear. The other two individuals on the ship are very close and dear to me, and if you cross them, betray them, or do anything to harm them, I will find ways to destroy you. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about that, Captain. I have a strong feeling that they would destroy me first. Good. I'm glad we understood then. Anything else, Mr. Kachop? Uh, no, ma'am. I am going to go back and, uh, talk with the astromech. Very well. Goodbye. Uh, bye. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Uh, so I, I kind of sideways scamper out of the room, <laughs> and as soon as the door closes, I sprint towards the turbo lift. <laughs> Kobe! Please tell me you plotted the shortest distance possible. I think the force. Apparently, we've got, like, nothing going on in the ship. Mm. I mean, you heard what Tazi was saying. We're going to be lucky if we even make it to Mamtha. Look, I trust your directions. I'm sure you plotted us on the best course to get there. We might get there, but then what? We're going to be stuck on a swamp planet? I left one swamp planet already. I'm not quick to go back to another one. I hate boats. Is it... Then you better make some money. Hey, right back at you, partner. We cut to a shot of open space and the ship leaps out of hyperspace, reverting back to real space and floats into a steady but small stream of intergalactic space traffic. Monfa is not an overly popular trade destination, but it is sort of a necessary stop on the way to Terminus and the juncture to the Hydean Way. Most of the ships here are here for refueling or to trade in some special um, or to trade in very specialized commodities you land without incident the captain pays off the required docking fees and uh, you are all sitting around by the door of the ship remember you are authorized to in initiate negotiations for different methods of trade but don't sign any agreements or don't promise any credits i want to have a personal look at any kind of dealings that we get into before we move on. Is that understood, Jinko? Why must you single me out all the time? Because you're the only one that seems to have a difficulty with your concept. As for you two... Uh, Captain? Yes. Uh, I'd like to point out that I have also made several agreements in our first encounter that without your approval. <laughs> yes, I'm quite aware of that, which is why I'm insisting that you go with either Tazi or Jinko to make sure you don't do anything stupid. No. Unless you care to accompany me personally. Uh, I think it would probably be safest if I, uh, went with, ooh, well, Tazi would keep me more grounded, but, I mean, Jinko is kind of like me, but it would help us kind of bond, but I should probably, uh, no, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna go, end up going with Tazi, I think. If you want, you could roll. Ooh, yeah, let's roll. Uh, 
Let's see. Hmm. This is a... I think this is a discipline check. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so this is going to be an average discipline check to make sure that you make a good decision. It's going to have a few blacks, though. Uh, one black because you have high-risk obligation. One black because you have no money and you're a little feeling a little bit desperate. Um, and, but a blue because you have a deeper bond with Tazi than anyone else. So what's the total pool? Uh, two green, one blue, versus two purple and two black. All right. Uh, one success. All right, so you choose to go with Tazi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do our best to find some credit sources. We'll meet up all. We'll meet up with everyone in a couple of hours. The rest of them agree. Uh, is Kobe going with you? Uh, I think Kobe's going to go with Jinko. Okay. So we can cut back and forth then on that adventure. Yeah. Okay, so first up is um, Tazi and Click. So do you have any good ideas about making some credits? I have a hundred credits of my own. You know, the boss doesn't prohibit us from doing any sort of side job. So we, if you can think of a good idea to use them to buy something or... To upgrade something or get a job. I don't know. Look, I don't even know anything about this planet. All I know is that it reminds me a little bit too much like home. Uh, let's have Tazi roll a outer room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> failure. No, I don't know anything about Manfa either. I've never been here. I guess we'll just have to look around. So you start strolling. Um... Uh, what kind of things do you think you're looking for in terms of trying to make some money? Well, this is Click's first foray into the world of trade. Um, he understands the concept of shops because as a as a former pod raiser, he used to do a lot of shopping himself. You know, he used to buy parts and negotiate some basic things and haggle with people. Um, but in terms of c- coming up with ventures himself... He's not, he literally has zero experience. Um, so he's probably just going to wander blindly and hope that he stumbles into something. Um, most likely he's watching Tazi and heavily depending on her to figure it out. Okay. So Tazi is of the ilk that, or Tazi is of the opinion that hard work begets hard money. So what she's actually going to do is attempt to find a job. <laughs> uh, something that she can get some something where she can use her talents as a repair mechanic person to uh, net her some credit so i think she's gonna roll a streetwise which for her is a yellow and two green um we're gonna do average but with a black because she doesn't know the planet she does not know the planet all right uh a failure and a threat okay well, you know, uh, nothing and a threat. It's still, that's a net failure. Oh, okay. Failure and a threat. The two of you wander through the streets of Shanpan looking for work. Of course, you have no idea the structure of the neighborhoods of Shanpan, so you've ended up yourself in a very dangerous part of the city. And as you're walking along, uh, Tazi bumps into a rather angry looking Rodian. Oops, sorry. I'll show you, Starby. Hey, come on. There's no need for this. We're all just trying to get by on this swampy planet called life and get on our scurrying about on our little... Listen here, chat 
fan. I'm not in the mood, okay? Hey, you're right. This is a terrible plan. We're just gonna go on our way and apologize as we do that. He looks bleary-eyed at you. Hey, do you have credits? No, no, I'm a wash-up. I got nothing. What about the Jawa? Hey, you gotta earn one. I thought she was a Jawa when I saw the eyes, then I saw the outer part, stop thinking I was a Jawa, keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're attempting a deception, which is essentially a distraction? I'm trying to do a cool to keep him calmed down. You think? Cool is more of a self rather than an outward, I think. Distractions are deceptive. All right. I can look at it if you want. Okay, so it's a deception check against his discipline, which is one, plus you get a blue because he's drunk. Okay, so two green, one blue versus one purple. Okay, we're good. So that's going to be two success and two advantages. Okay, so he believes you. Well, he's too distracted and confused by what you're saying to remember what it is he's doing. What do you want your advantages to be here? You got two of them. Well, let's see. I want him to... Does he? Is he holding anything? What's he doing? Is he Roll just... perception. Uh, make it a one. Yeah. Okay, so two success. That's it. He has a light blaster that's visible. Uh-huh. And he has a satchel draped around his neck. He's wearing it. Like a necklace, not around his shoulder like he's supposed to. Um, I want the advantage to be that he, he just takes the satchel off because it's dangling down in front of him. It's hanging him down and he's getting distracted and trying to keep track of two <laughs> tiny scurrying little silhouette zero guys. <laughs> and so he just takes it off to like try to pay better attention. Okay, yeah. So he's... So he... Uh, what? What is this? And he takes off the satchel, tosses it to the side of the alley. What are you? What? And as he's trying to keep track of you, he stumbles over, falls onto the ground. He lets out a moan, rolls over, and falls asleep. Okay, um, I'm definitely going to take the satchel, and can I try to pilfer the, uh, the pistol from him? Yeah, you can have the gun. Cool. It is a light, just a standard light blaster. Yep. Um, hmm. You know what I would like to do? I think I want to roll off that loot chart to see what's in the satchel. So we're going to roll off a loot chart we found online. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. So if you want to use it at home, you can. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll. uh, You have a yellow in perception, right? Uh, Yes, I think. Yes. Okay. So if you roll a triumph or three advantages on this perception check, I will let you roll off the good column of the loot chart otherwise you'll roll off the basic one and it's unopposed so it'll just be the yellow and the green by itself okie doke yellow and green come on uh two success and an advantage all right let's see we're gonna roll it off of so you standard right yeah so roll me the the 2d10s which one do you want to be the the 10s column well obviously the blue is the 10 column okay roll it for me six no yeah you gotta roll both oh that's the one. So 63. Six and three. 63. 50 credits. Sweet. All right. So you have found 50 credits in the poor drunk Rodian's pocket. Hey, I will gladly take it. I have had zero credits. I am now up to 50. I feel bad about stealing from that guy, but he was kind of rude. We've just upped our credits by a very large number. 50 is not that much. 
Well, considering we had 100, it is. So you continue to wander through the poor, bad part of the neighborhood. Um, hmm. What would you like to do now? You could head back to the ship or you could try to continue to survey the area. Well, how long has it been? I would say an hour. You have an hour left. Okay, yeah, we're going to keep going into the surveying, into the dirt part of town. Okay, um, I will let you roll either a perception if you want to actively look for stuff, wander around, or you can hang out where you, um, or you can hang out in a corner and watch carefully and roll me a cool. Um, I'm going to do the cool roll because I have. Okay, so, um, make it easy. So one purple. Okay, two yellow, one green, and a purple. So I am sitting, uh, standing in the corner near an alley, with my back against the wall, one leg up, and looking just so cool. How cool? No success cool, but two advantage cool. No, this is a success and an advantage. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so success and an advantage. Okay, so you were propped outside of a busy-looking bar slash cantina. Describe it for me. Okay, um... It's a sort of place that thinks that neon means luxury, uh, but they got it completely wrong. Um, so there's a lot of like neon lights everywhere and signs. And it has that effect that I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it has that effect where in spite of all the neon, it still seems really dark. Mm. Um, so it, it's kind of a, a grungy place that tried its best to look nice, but they've given up and they think... And the owners probably think they succeeded, but they're probably grungy type people too. Okay. Uh, And while you were watching this, you see someone that looks like they don't belong in this part of town. He sticks out to you much in the same way that Tazi sticks out to everyone else around here. (laughs) He is a human male, thin, shabby looking, dark tan skin, long hair that is very disheveled. He looks like He has a pilot's helmet on that has seen better days. He is extremely sad and is sitting on the outside curb next to the bar door. The bouncer is trying his best not to look at him. Uh, Tazi's still with me, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, I I motion to her, again, forgetting all of my interactions with the rest of the crew previously whenever I try to do head motions. Um, And I try to do the little over there motion with my head, forgetting that they've always... That they have not grasped it yet. <laughs> what? Are you okay? Oh, right. Sorry. Um, hey, we're gonna... I'm gonna go check this out. Um, you wanna come with, or...? Sure. I'll cover you. Right. Uh, cover me a little farther back. I wanna not stand up quite as much. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I walk over there. Hey, kid. Huh? This dangerous place, part of town for people like you. Well, I don't have any credits if that's what you want. No, 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 no. Come on. Uh, I grab him by the arm and just throw, pick him up. You're strong for a little guy. No, you're just light for a human. Watch what you're calling little guy. Sorry. What, what do you want? What are you doing here? Trying to hide. From what? Uh, kind of made some mistakes. Are you sure you're not here to kill me? We've all made mistakes. Who are you hiding from? Uh, I guess roll me a charm. So it's charm against two, and it is a black because he is afraid. Kidok. So three green, three green, three green, two purple, one black. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Awesome. Two success, one advantage. Okay. I I really need help. Okay, so um like my brother, my older brother, he's he's a pilot, right? And um he he was in a bad accident and he was supposed to fly this airspeeder f- uh, on this run for this guy and and he I I said I would do it for him, but I I don't know how to fly an airspeeder, and I thought I could just figure it out, but then I sat in the thing, and I got really scared, and hey, I don't hey, know... Hey, 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 It's your lucky day, kid. Huh? Uh, he does his motion where he does his, like, slight shrug thing, kind of, like, th- double thumbs pointed at himself, bright, uh, Chadrafan fangy smile. What? I don't get it. I'm confused. Uh, I'm Click. Click Kachak. Ever heard of me? At this point, Tazi has decided to join the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, he's a very skilled pilot, so we'll fly the airspeeder mission for you, um, as long as we can negotiate for some of the money that you are promised for this job. Yeah, how much are you promised for this job? Um, well, uh, uh, 400 credits. Great, we'll take 80%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll me a negotiation. Um, hmm. What is um, cool? Tazi can try to stop me if she thinks that I am... Doing exactly the opposite of what the captain wanted, involving anything involving discussion of credits. Uh, okay. True. What does cool roll off of? Willpower? Uh, no. Cool is on presence. Okay. So, you're going to roll a negotiation check against his cool, um, which is going to be a red and two purple, but you get a blue because he's so rattled from the situation. Okay. So, that's three green, one blue, two purple, one red. Oh, bollocks. The blue. It fell. It's always the blue. Reroll it. No, just the blue. Okay. Okay, so these two cancel. Those are both wash. Uh, okay, I got a success and an advantage. Fine, fine, whatever. Just fine. 80%, 80%. Great. Tazi will figure out how much that is later. <laughs> Show me where this ship is and tell me where I'm going. <laughs> the two of you follow this young man through the crummy part of town onto the outskirts of well it's not the outskirts but to a airspeeder bay that is located on the edge of the city it's a serviceable standard airspeeder doesn't look like it has weaponry or any modifications but it will get the job done in terms of being able to fly clear of most of the difficult areas there is one special device on it though uh and it looks like a sensor module it's uh some kind of geography or mapping i'm not really sure uh, they just wanted me to fly the route and then operate the camera and then um bring the data back that's it can you operate the camera uh no i can operate the camera don't worry all right so you're gonna stay here um you're gonna give her 10 more percent uh since you're gonna be literally doing nothing except for giving us a job what? we're giving you a 10 percent commission at this point <laughs> click a word please yeah you you know. What do you mean no? We're already ripping him off as it is. We can't leave him. not ripping off. He's doing literally nothing. Without us, he would get no credits. Yeah, and if his brother is hurt, then maybe he needs the credits to get medical attention. Did you ever think about that? Well, did you see our ship? I know, but we're not, at least not physically injured. The ship will get fixed eventually. Right, we might be physically injured if I keep flying a ship in that condition. 80% is fair enough, I think. You could always roll it if you want to. Fine. Fine. I just still think that at this point we should only be paying him commission for finding us the job. <laughs> I just want to make that perfectly clear. You get it? Your opinion is noted, and I will tell the captain you said so. Thank you. So let's climb into an airspeeder. Sweet. 
It's been a while since I've done land flying. <laughs> so we're going to use an income T6... Um, sorry. Yeah. Income T16 Skyhopper. The income T16. The infamous triangular shaped speeder that was used by Luke Skywalker to bomb or womp rats. Also used in many games for just a brief filler. Lore check. Uh, they were often used as, by the Rebel Alliance as training modules because Income also built the X-Wing Starfighter, so the control modules were similar. Huh, they did not know that. Okay, so it is a Silhouette 2, Speed 4, and Handling plus 3. Wow, that's nice. That is nice. So, um, you're going to be doing a hazardous navigation check, or a hazardous piloting check for this mission okay the idea is that you need to operate the sensor on a lower level of the atmosphere yeah you need to operate the sensor at a lower level of the atmosphere for whatever it is that they're doing so they've given you a flight ceiling which is a little bit more hazardous than if they would just send a probe on the upper levels of the atmosphere all right it's up to you how fast you go um the faster you go the more likely you will earn um bonuses or find out important information um going faster also makes the check more difficult right can you remind me how the calculation works yeah it is you take either half your silhouette Uh or your speed and whichever one is higher is the base amount and then whichever one is lower is how many times the difficulty is upgraded okay and this also is one black die because of the terrain Unless you have any abilities that remove black die from piloting checks. Funny you should say that. I am a skill jockey, which means I remove one black die. All right, perfect. Um, We're going to go speed four. Okay. Because <laughs> I am con click a chalk, ace hot shot. And it's silhouette two? Yep. Okay, so it gets... So it's... <laughs> it's one red, three purple. And your what's your piloting skills? It is a yellow, three green? Yes, sir. And it's... Plus three handling, so you get three blue. <laughs> uh, so, Khan hops directly into the cockpit, flicks all of the controls, all of the switches, and the, the control panel lights up. He slams his helmet on top of his head, and the visor clicks down, and he starts, starts laughing maniacally as the ship starts to, the speeder starts to rise. Uh, you know, there's no need to go this fast. Um, I don't understand the question. So you're left Got with. a success and two advantages. All right. Full speed. <laughs> the blues helped you this time. They were massively useful. Okay. So you take Tazi on the most intense speeder ride of her life. You are piloting this like it is the championship lap of the Buntaiv Classic. <laughs> Describe this flight for me. Well, even though he was given a flight ceiling... It really does not affect him at all because he's flying very close to the ground um, to the point that even Tazi is shocked at how quickly he acclimated to the triangle shape of his ship um, as he was flying through really the foresty, uh, willowy parts of the the terrain because he is skimming the water at this point. He is not touching the ceiling at all. He's basically a, a land speeder on the ground not an airspeeder uh and he's moving with such speed and grace that he is actually creating a uh, tide behind him you know the little like uh jet stream yeah thruster wake yeah thruster wake 
uh, except it would be almost as if he was like in the water as a jet ski uh, because <laughs> the bottom tips are touching the water. Um, and he just keeps making sure that she's actually doing the camera instead of being scared. This is definitely not built for this. It's fine. I've got it. Are you getting this? Come on. This is perfect. <laughs> Somehow or another, you return alive back to the airspeeder landing platform. Tazi downloads the data into the data pad, opens the cockpit, and stumbles around several times on the on the ground before she falls onto her back. <laughs> sweet, sweet ground. Sweet, slow, steady, <laughs> not moving, not full of water ground. <laughs> I'm Khan Klikachak! Uh, he yells and proclaims that he tears his helmet off of his head, puts it under his arm, and strikes a pose as he's, like, uh, dismounting the uh, airspeeder. The boy who you're doing the favor for is so taken with the pose, he takes out his data pad and takes a picture. Whoa, how'd you learn to pilot like that? Kid, you spent as much time on the pod races as I did. You'll get that good too, if you make it that long. Most of them don't. I'm yeah, the best. Humans don't really pod race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Weird, huh? He takes the data pad from Tazi. Okay, um, here are the keys to the airspeeder. Um, you just keep them until I bring you the credits later. Tazi gives the details of where the ship is located, and you agree to meet later. Well, that went well. Heck, with the information that you're gonna that we're, that we're gonna get from your recordings that you did, we're gonna make a killing. The captain will have to keep me at this point. Um, yeah, should we? I guess we should roll a computer check, shouldn't for what? Well, we'll roll a a a computer check to see how well she operated the camera because it's a yellow and two green and then it would I'd be say it's an easy i would say it's actually simple it's unopposed but it's a black because she was terrified oh yeah uh okay success and two advantages so Perfect. we will calculate that into the final amount of credits that they get from this job wonderful all right so you return back to the ship it occurs to you, you don't even know what the ship is called. So, um, our, uh, flying, uh, crypt here, um, <laughs> has she, uh, got a name? The Spice Wolf. Spice Wolf, um, interesting. Uh, what spice? I don't know. I don't think that the captain named it, to be honest. I think she got it secondhand. She shrugs. Would not surprise me. Not even a little bit. You understand me? He puts his hand on her shoulder. I'm not even a little bit surprised if she stole this from a junkyard in Ord Mantel. Yeah, I know. It's not much to look at, but... I didn't even know they made 929s anymore. But that's a good ship. Hey, if it was a good ship, they would have made more of them. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's outclassed. All right, we've got... Look, here's, how the... here's the narrative. We're going to go on the ship. We're going to strike a pose... We're going to tell the captain how good we did and that we have money coming our way. And if it's not coming our way, that we have an income T-16 to sell. <laughs> it's a win-win, right? And you will definitely stress my piloting so that I get to stay. Um, okay. That sounds good. So roll a combined uh, charm check. What's his charm rating? Uh, his charm is three green. Okay. okay, roll it against one red and uh, one purple. The hatch to the Spice Wolf opens up and Captain Reyna is the first one to arrive. She waits and watches as you and Tazi walk up the ramp. And I've got my helmet under my arm. <laughs> All right, let's see this pose. 
Failure, but an advantage. Uh, I'm going to use second chances. No, you're not. <laughs> On the pose? No, this is the charm. You said it's a combined charm roll. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. I'm using second chances. Once per encounter, choose a number of positive dice to re-roll. Oh, oh, I see. So you get to re-roll the one green. Yes, the one advantage. Oh! Now it's a success and an advantage. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a success and advantage. All right, what does this pose look like? Um, he does his normal thing. What he does, actually, is he lets the helmet drop from under his arms. He does his slight shrug, arms to the side, cocky smile, and he nudges. He quickly, like, elbows uh, Tazi to do something, too. Um, what does she do? So Click is unaware of Tazi's other abilities, and so she takes a very majestic-looking, graceful pose, uh, like a dancer would. She's upraised on one foot. Both hands are making a moon-shaped half circle, and uh, all of the sparkles on her galaxy-patterned robe glimmer in the <laughs> artificial light of the Spice Wolf's interior <laughs> cabin. Oh, you're about to tell me you made us a bunch of money, aren't you? 